0: Marriage, I'm in a marriage. Are you in a marriage? I mean how many marriages do you know right now that are succeeding and how many are failing the The fact is, I know a lot that are both succeeding, and I know that are a lot that are failing. I'm sure you've heard the 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 comment saying that that marriage um you know fifty percent are are not working out they're they're doing their best to, to see if they can make it, but the truth is a lot of them fail, 50%. How can 50% of marriages fail? These are two people who were madly in love with each other that decided to, at one point, tell themselves they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together. They took the vows together, the... The, I will stay with you, whether you are rich or poor, um, happy or sad, old or young, whatever it is, people say that they'll love each other forever. And then so quickly that commitment, uh, fades away. Whether it's, whether it's lust for someone else, whether it's finances, um, or who knows what else I don't know what what the other top hitters are for for why marriages fail but the fact is marriages fail all the time and in today's age of instant gratification i don't think it's too much of a surprise i mean why why do a lot of people want to stay together when you get tired of that person when you want to get a change you want to see someone else you want freedom you want to go out you want to get out of the house you want to leave all the chores behind, all the responsibilities. You want your freedom back. You want you want to explore by yourself. Uh, I, I think the top two reasons, and I don't even need statistics to know this. I mean, the top two reasons are pretty clear. They're finances and it's um, monogamy, you know, uh, one's ability to stay with just one other person. So, you know... I, I, I think finances is probably a big one because finances. If you have your finances right, the fact is you can go out there and and enjoy life a lot more. And I think that whole monogamy part of it becomes less of an issue. You know, if you have money to take that vacation, if you have money to go out there and buy the toy that you want, um, and, and and share it with your partner, uh, you you're not going to be that much more unhappy whether or not you're with that the person that you you say you love or someone else so finance is a big part and i'm gonna tie this right in with real estate I uh, you know i i know of a of a tax of a tax accountant uh director a friend of mine they they're getting divorced and and the friend that i know is the woman and the man is guess what also a tax accountant, and if you can believe it or not, they are both at the director level. So this is this is a pretty high up level. You can assume um, both partners are making, you know, at least a hundred and fifty, if not two hundred thousand a year each. That's not including bonuses. So this is a high income earning couple. So they have their money together. Why in the world would they not work out? You would think that they can they can afford everything. Well, there's a few things you have to consider. The first is when you have a couple that are both at this level, they probably are workaholics. They probably have to put in a lot of time. Okay, so when you do that, you naturally don't get to spend a lot of time with the other person or get to do things like vacations. You know, a lot of people, and I I think I've talked a little bit about this in my last episode, um, about getting a promotion. You know, a lot of people don't get it. Everybody wants to move up. Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the manager, the director, the partner, the the VP, the, the president, the CEO, that big, beautiful title. But nobody understands the responsibility that comes with it. When you get to that level, you're putting in a lot of hours. You know, it's hard to separate yourself just by talent alone if you're not staying there the necessary time to to show that talent off and to show people that you're dedicated to that company. So, you know, first of all, those people are putting in a lot of hours. They don't get to enjoy that fun time, that, that go out for dessert time, that go to Cancun time. You know, that that beach time where you get to relax. And even when you do, man, it's hard to detach unless you get a lot of time off because you're always thinking about work, okay? The second is they may be tax accountants, but if they're not enjoying being tax accountants together, if you don't get to come home and and share that conversation, share the lessons learned with the other person, then it may be all for nothing, you know? Um, you have, as you get older with somebody, typically most people, you know, if they get married in their 20s or their 30s, you're going to stay together for the next 30 to 50 to, you know, 60, 70 years together. And you're going to change. People change. Even at at every age level, they grow in some way or another. And it's very important that you need to grow with your partner, you need things in common that you can that you can work together on projects of your own. well, you know marriage is like a business um, so okay they're, they're two they're two tax accountants, but do they talk about tax together? do they enjoy it together do they do they work on things together in tax? maybe, maybe not, but I guarantee you if they were. They would not be getting divorced right now when you have projects that you get to work with with your partner on you, your 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 life partner not not your work partner but your life partner when you have projects that you get to work on together things that you that that drive discussions beyond the daily tasks of who's going to do the dishes who's going to pick up the kids you know when you get to say, "Oh well I got this problem you know what do you think about this um, Help me! Help me write this letter. Help me write this memo. Give give me your opinion on this. Those type of questions. Those type of discussions. Open discussions. Not not like I just need to get it done. But like you know, you're you're exploring each other's mind. Those are important to have. So I'll tell you, you know, um, I'm an I'm an engineer by trade. Uh, my wife is a is an accountant, is a tax accountant, and <coughs> I think that. That part of it for us is real is real estate. So, you know, with um with real estate we've we've bought and sold um rental properties. We've we've bought and sold rental properties, but real estate has always been a topic of discussion that we can always have together. We get to, we get to talk about all the ins and outs of real estate. Like what? Well, whenever you go through, a pro- whenever you talk about a property, when we first start to even look at a property, you're going to get to talk about, um, you know, what are the characteristics about it? What, what do you like about it? Do you think this is a beautiful home? What, will, it, will it rent well? Do you think this is a good neighborhood? I tell everybody that when I buy properties because people try and sell me properties in not-so-great locations that have really good returns, right? We all know, you know, the worst neighborhood you go, the better the, the returns are supposed to be, right? Because there's a high risk in terms of the work you put in with the tenants. And, of course, the crime and safety part of it, too. But um, But I tell everybody, you know, my partner, my life partner my wife she if she doesn't like it we're not going to get it if we're if she doesn't like it we're not going to get it and she's not going to like it if it's not in a good location location is key and that that's actually a great filter for me because it it ensures that I don't go buying in some crappy neighborhood and I lower my standards uh just just to just to get the the returns I want so it pushes me to search even harder for places that I need to go to but my point is that having the you know having a topic like real estate there's so much that goes into real estate okay and and it it, it joins together so many great characteristics of what a marriage needs to be okay we, we get to work on these projects, the, the purchase, the location, the, the remodel together, go picking out materials together. You know, we're in some way like the HGTV show where you go to the, the material store and pick out the tiles that we like, pick out the floors we like, pick out the paint, the the countertops, the cabinets, all these things, you know. It's, and not only that, I get to include my daughters in this as well. So, I mean, how how fun is that? Like, a lot of people may only experience that one time in their life, maybe when they purchase their first property that they own themselves and they plan to live in. Um, but, you know, because we're doing it as an investment, um, we're gonna keep doing it. Maybe maybe once a, once a year or more, we're gonna go out there and we get to go through this project together, and we're gonna get better at it together. You know, we can talk about our past experiences. It's a it's a it's a topic uh, discussion driver, right? And you need a lot of them. You you want a lot of them. The things that that get you out of the daily life. Oh, we don't want to talk about clean. You, if if your topics of discussion are always going to be around who changes the diapers, who cleans the floors, who's going to clean the bathroom, and the kitchen, right? Uh you will do nothing but fight. That's a fact, because nobody, nobody likes doing any of that stuff. So, so the discussion is going to really be who's doing it, you or me. And where does that lead? Oh, I did it yesterday. Oh, but I did this and this and this. It's your turn to do this, right? Uh, you you, you want to find the things that are fun to talk about, the ones where you have common goals together, where there's a where there's a, you know, a close end date, <laughs> not not the daily stuff. Daily stuff are our, our killers. So real estate is a great one. I suggest that for everybody. You know, um, it, it, people think that. That real estate is something that not everybody can get into and again it doesn't have to be real estate. I think that's a great one uh, because it's so common across um, all different markets. everybody can get into it one way or another. There's so many different aspects of it so it, it's an easy it's an easy choice for us all to make. Now you may all have hobbies. maybe it's climbing, maybe it's basketball. I love basketball. My wife is not into basketball. She, she gets tired of how much I watch basketball. Every time, every night, I don't care who's playing. I love to watch it. I don't care if it's a blowout. If, if, if there are some stars playing in the game, I want to watch it. I'll watch it to the end. They're up by 30 points. They're dropping bombs. They're dropping bombs, three-pointers from like, from like 50 feet. I love watching that. I love playing basketball. Wife is not so much into it. And my kids, oh, man, they, they want to watch their YouTube. You know? So <laughs> I don't I, I can't watch Morpho anymore. I can't watch Papa Pig too long before I need to change it. And I'm the daddy, so I get to pick, right? The kids only get to watch so much. They need to use their imagination. I bought a lot of toys for them. They need to use their imagination. Turn that little cart into a car, into a whatever you need to, okay? I have a little piano. They'll never play it anymore. I say, make up a song for me because I don't want you to watch any TV for two reasons. Because you're a kid, you got lots of imagination, right? I want to promote the imagination. And two, I'm the daddy. I get to pick what to watch. That's the way my house works. I, I, I don't sugarcoat it either. My wife is really nice with them, I just drop the hammer. I like it my way too because I don't stress. She stresses because she's always trying to make him happy. I never stress because I just show him the discipline. I hope you guys are the same. I don't know. Maybe it's good you have one of both. It's like good cop, bad cop. Everybody has their own thing, you know. Um, but I, I'm gonna teach. You know, I I want I want to teach my kids how to have a successful. Obviously, they're just children. I don't want to tell them what marriage is yet. But I'm 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 building them up to let them know. What a marriage will be like by showing them how I interact with my wife now You know, we I try first of all I try and limit the fighting especially the ones where we yell There's always a fight, right? You'll always have a fight with a wife. Uh, I don't know about you, but we do anyway I think everyone does and You know, we we fight but I try and keep the yelling down and I show them how we work through the argument and most importantly, they see right away how quickly we get over it most of the time. I'd say 99% of the time, the fight lasts. Maybe once it's done, maybe um, half an hour, maybe an hour at most. Sometimes, you know, I, I, sometimes we get over it right away. Like literally 10 seconds after, I just say, okay, let's, let's get over it. So um, those are a lot of great great ideas great suggestions i I have put in there right now i hope you guys use a lot of it um it's really important because i I feel so sad when i hear all these marriages that fail because if if you if you've ever been in a marriage you know what it took to get there you went through the dating process you went through it all you know you, you you've been dating you've dated several people before you chose this person at one point you two felt madly in love together you lusted for each other you couldn't wait to get into bed and once you got into bed with that person you did not want to leave that's the way i felt anyway so so you and then after several months of dating and then showing that person to all your friends as the girlfriend and showing that person to the parents as the girlfriend you know you you mentally changed from i'm done i no longer want to see other people i think this you are the person that i want to spend the of my life with i know i'm gonna live another 30 40 60 years but i only want to spend it with you think about that that's a, that is a powerful statement okay and then and then you, you said the vows you spent the money you spent the money on the ring on the wedding some people on the wedding some people just do the courthouse thing um, but you spent money you spent money and you, you moved in together I mean you you, you jumped through all those hurdles all those obstacles because you were fully committed for a long period of time enough to where you want to spend your life with this person and now it's not working out and you're telling me 50% of Americans have this problem that's pretty crazy to me I mean there there are some there are some problems with the process of what's going on to get to that point if you're asking me you know <clears throat> and I'm gonna do a whole nother um, section on this later but uh, the the finances is, is is a huge part of it I, I know it sounds cold-blooded and frankly I didn't I didn't follow all these rules myself when I was first getting married but for anybody who's getting married now anybody who's even getting close I can tell they're dating around but I know Like, you know, they're in that point where they they can quickly find somebody and the next thing you know, it becomes a a relationship and then boom, they want to get married. They're going to pop out some kids. I know when people are getting to that point, I tell them like, listen, you will, you, you, you are capable of loving a person and you have to understand the person that you put in front of you, um, that you, that you allow yourself to open up with. That person, there's going to be more than one. You you could have the possibility of falling in love with more than one person. It is a silly, silly notion to think that there's just only one person out there. After you, after you find somebody that you that you've opened up to and that that you feel like you could live with that person, you tell your you tell yourself, and you may tell that person, oh, you're the only one. But that's not that's you're the only one. You are the only one I could ever. Have married and loved. But the fact is, uh, there's no way. Think of how many women and men are out there. There are lots of great people out there that are both generous and kind and thoughtful and that would love you. And if you had met one of them through a different avenue and you were in the same state of openness and, um, and willing to willing to pursue a relationship there is a very high likelihood that you could have married someone else so you know having that consideration in your mind before you find that person consider the fact that whoever you find you want that person to have also the, the same mentality, the same alignment in thought that you do in the areas that most people don't consider when they're dating, like what, like finances, like goals, like, like um, ambition, like ability to to learn and grow, right? Okay, finance is a big is a, one part of it, and and I think when people consider finances as as part of the the dating ritual, they they naturally assign those people a label like gold digger, right? I only want to find somebody who's rich. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying find go out there and find somebody who's rich. Although a lot of people are like that, and you know I I don't want to fault those people either because the fact is that you know money is a very what you're saying is money is a very high priority to that person, and if the other person is willing to accept. That part of that person saying that okay, I know this person likes me because money is a priority for that person, and I have a lot of it. If someone's okay with that relationship, there's no problem. Don't fault either one of them for it. You know, those are just two very open people who know exactly what they want, and have found somebody that that can give them that part of it along with a lot of a lot of other things. You know, someone's not gonna marry someone who's got a lot of money if that person treats them com- very you know disrespectfully. Or beats them, you know, like they have standards themselves, but they just have different priorities. So, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say is, if you're, you don't have to be, you don't have to be what people will call a gold digger. Although again, I, I'm not faulting people who are, but find somebody who who continually wants to learn, someone who's just not settled with the degree they have and the knowledge that they are aware of and they and they spend their whole life on the phone um looking at cat videos or or stupid videos you know what I mean like like the like the dumb dumb videos you watch when when you're just looking for some kicks and giggles you know find somebody who who's looking to I- increase their knowledge in, in in areas that that matter OK, whether let's just say they are um, an accountant, uh, they want they may have a bachelor's right now. They may have a decent paying job that pays them thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand 80 thousand dollars a year right now. But they they're continually working for the next step. What does that master's degree look like? What is that big certificate that nobody can get that's going to that's going to get me to the next level? They're, they're after that next step you know um, so th- those are some things that you know you can look for in, in, in your mate um, that a lot of people just completely skip you know what, what the things that they most people look for when they're first looking for somebody is what okay are they attractive to them at that time? Yes or no uh, two are they nice and generous? Probably, yeah. I think most people are are on some type of level like that. Uh, uh, Three, you know, do do you guys like to have fun together? Dude, when you are 20 years old, when you're in your 20s, man, and you're exploring everything, you're still, like, in that, like, exploration mode. You're going to to festivals, and you're going to, to concerts. Of course you're having lots of fun. That's easy. That's why... That's why marriage that's why i think a lot of marriages fail because everybody gets into the intoxication mode the the puppy love mode and they um they they turn that into 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 love when in fact you you haven't even really tested the love part yet okay so c- consider all those things um you know there's there's a lot more i can go into but i'm gonna leave it leave it at that for today you know, and I'm gonna pick it up with a lot of other parts. We talk a lot about how real estate, you can use that into your marriage, um, and and also you know the other drivers of divorce in this in this world. So I hope I hope you've taken a few good takeaways with this. Um, let let me know if you have if you haven't if you have other ideas that you think I missed. Let me know. Um, there's this is, it's a huge topic. There, there's just so many things to talk about with this, with with marriage and love. and and finances and real estate how those all how all those things come together so i hope this has been um you know one of those things that just that just ignites your mind into thought uh let, let me know let me know thank you and talk to you later